Gretchen pulled the scratchy half-blanket tight around her shoulders and took a step closer to the fire, a small orange blaze inside a busted metal pot. What little heat came out warmed her bare legs, her threadbare cotton dress barely coming past her knees. She didn't have long, mere minutes, before her mother noticed her gone, snuck off to hear the storyteller again. Except he wasn't on the small stool set against the wall like normal. If he didn't appear soon, she'd have to leave. Please, she whispered, her breath visible in the chilled night air blowing in from the coast. The answer to her plea, a cat's loud howl. Startled, she looked away from the fire. Come for a tale, little one. He squatted onto the stool, no taller than her. He'd a long beard, gray and grizzled, like the tangles of wires her older brother tried to straighten. His voice was scratchy. Her mother said it happened because a storyteller loved to puff on the steel pipe he kept in his jacket pocket. Yes, Nicodemus. She loved his stories, the tales he'd share. It didn't matter if they were real or not. They gave her something to think about besides being tired or hungry. Then gather close. Warm yourself by the fire, wee one. For a gift, I'll tell you one of me favorites. Searching, Gretchen looked all around, down at the ground, over her shoulder. What could she give? For she had nothing. Then she leaned in and pecked a kiss on his wrinkly cheek. He smiled. Thank you. You'll need a special tale for such a special gift. He stroked his beard, eyes focused on the flames licking the air in front of them. Once upon a time, there lived a girl born to parents who'd prayed for a daughter but never expected one. Was she special? Nicodemus tapped her hand with two fingers. So special a band of thieves kidnapped her when she was a tiny thing, not much younger than you are. Her parents had no choice but to trade her brother in exchange for her safe return. The girl's future would crown her the queen of a kingdom upon her wedding day. With black hair, pale skin, and eyes as deep blue as the Mediterranean Sea, she'd be Europe's true jewel. I've never been to the Mediterranean met the sea. Why would you? It's thousands of miles away, and you have the gulf right at your fingertips. You have no doubt seen the water that washed along those shores, for it travels long distances over time, more so than people. He chuckled. Now, do you want to hear the rest? Yes. She blushed. Even her mother said she always spoke too soon. No hesitation. The would-be princess didn't want her throne and ran away, searching for her lost brother, and hoping to rescue him like he had saved her all those years ago. Gretchen put her hand to her chest, trying to rub out the ache the story put there. To care about someone so much, to be cared for. Greta, girl! Her mother's high-pitched yell echoed down the alleyway. She ignored the call and looked back at Nicodemus, who puffed on his pipe, curls of smoke wafting into the air. Tugging on his coat sleeve, she asked, Where is the princess? Before he uttered a reply, a hand clasped around her arm and yanked. With her free hand, her mother cuffed the back of her head. I've been looking everywhere for you. Left your brother to do work for you. We'll see how you like not eating then. Gretchen rubbed her eyes to keep the tears from flowing. Mother spat on the ground at Nicodemus's feet. Stories. The words sounded like something cursed. A bunch of drivel and a waste of time. Back to work, girl. The words came with a shove to Gretchen's back, and she nearly fell face first as she took those few stumbling steps forward.
Somehow she managed to stay upright and start the trek back to the busy main roads, the roads where her mother searched for a buyer, where she'd have to worry about being sold, and where no one would save her.